1: Welcome to another week of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. How's your week been? What you been doing? Up, oh, good. Yes, good. Love it. Watching musicals? Love it. I am Julie Eisentrager and today at the table with me I have... It's me, KB. And... Miranda Solwood. Hello. And a very special guest today... Hi, it's Naomi Moll, nice to see you all. <laughs> Naomi Moll joining us via Zoom, as is the way of the future.
2: <laughs> or the present, at yes. least. <laughs> uh,
1: or the present. The present. That's right. Naomi, uh, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm glad to hear it. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty good. I should answer your question. I'm pretty good. <laughs> uh, have a lot of veggies in front of me, so it could be better. Uh could be KFC.
2: Could be isn't.
1: But isn't. Naomi, what uh, what musical have you bought us today? um one that hardly ever gets spoken about much to my sadness uh which is called call me madam call me madam i don't know about anyone else at the table but i hadn't heard of call me madam before but funnily enough i had encountered it in my musical theater history
2: and hadn't noticed i
1: hadn't known it was call me madam i played um (gasps) ethel merman in forbidden broadway where she sings one of the songs from call me madam well Uh, with adjusted lyrics slightly (laughs) slightly just lose but but, 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 before we get into the musical let's get to know our guest Naomi getting to
0: know you oh
1: that is what I have missed (laughs) yeah moment
0: welcome back (laughs) thank you
1: okay are we ready Naomi okay all All right right. which (laughs) musical character would other people compare you to as cliche
3: as it's going to sound I would have to say if people knew would call me madam they might actually compare me to Sally Adams oh uh, interesting That's simply because I can be a little bit loud I like my politics I can have a bit of a smart mouth um, when, <laughs> when I want to and I do randomly burst out into song as most musical uh, actors do
1: commands a room you know present <laughs> uh, can I- do if you burst into song in a room they, people do tend to pay attention <laughs> that's true
3: <laughs> Uh,
1: Which musical character would you like? other people to compare you to? This was really hard.
3: I honestly have no idea. I would like to take little snippets of so many different characters and put them together because honestly if they were just perfect well, then there wouldn't be any drama for us Mm -hmm. to follow in a story. So um, I mean I've got a few favourite characters like Maria in The Sound of Music and Christine from Phantom. Classics. Um, So you know just the, the classic ones that everyone loves. You know they've been around for a long time so probably I'd like to be one of them yeah. but so bit, you know a, like bit a, in, you're a bit of a believe
1: you're a bit of a maria a bit of a nun I'd,
3: I'd like, <laughs> no not not the nun
1: maria let's just go <laughs> later maria at least the, re- the rebel maria uh,
3: yeah yeah let's go with that
1: one in that case what is your dream role
3: my dream role would either be christine in love never dies mm-hmm. not necessarily the phantom scandalous um or no, little voice just because she gets to have so many different personalities
2: in one show. No one has brought us Little Voice and so we no. haven't really talked about it and or mentioned it as a dream role, but I totally get that. It's that, like, you just get to be everyone from Judy Garland to yeah. Shirley Bassey. Fantastic. Yeah, all
3: these people that so I just grew up absolutely adoring. I get to play them all in one night every single time. Yeah, That's That's solid dream.
1: Solid dream role. Mm. Yes. Uh, what is your favourite Sunday show? Probably Gypsy. Oh. I know it's it's just
3: one of those ones. You know, got to you know, you've got to have a gimmick. Like, yeah. how often do strippers get a big number like that to sing a big, so, like and, you know,
1: empowering spender. number too? Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like, so I, her, yeah, I have anybody. to go with
2: Gypsy. Gypsy, good pick, good pick, good pick. I think it's my pick.
1: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a little either back or ahead in time. You're in the shower. Oh, okay. That's nice. <laughs> Softly yep. softly drips the water upon mm. upon your head okay. and you start singing. Oh. What is your go to okay. shower song?
3: At the moment
1: it's not necessarily well, it is a musical, but it's a movie
3: musical still at this stage. Um, it would be a million dreams from the greatest showman. That's
2: like a good shower yeah, song. Yeah, it is They're really like good. it's a good morning get up, feel good about the world yeah, song.
1: It's so a, it was pop up ballad. <laughs> I took my mum to the shops today, and it was playing in rivers. Oh, and I was like, oh gosh, I hate this. <laughs> 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 but as I was saying, man, I hate this song. There's a little girl sitting on the steps with her dad, and she was singing it just a millisecond behind. She's like Aww. catching up with the lyrics herself. I was like, oh, it's really cute. It's inspiring someone to sing, which is adorable. Yeah. yeah.
3: See, we're, we're trying. I'm trying to do a, a pub choir thing coming up in the not so distant future, and that's the song we've picked. So I've just got it going round and round my head. So I can't help it. That's my go-to song at the moment.
1: Well, you have to delete one musical from existence. Which one is it? <sighs>
3: It's not going to be a popular decision. And I'm really glad that I'm I'm on Zoom because no one's going to be able to hit me from this far away. (laughs) (laughs) Don't underestimate it. (laughs) <laughs> yep. So my answer is going to be Wicked. Not because I don't like the music. I do like the music. But two reasons. Firstly, because I think it's just been so overhyped. If you ask a lot of people now, what musicals do they love? Wicked's the first one that comes out, and yet they neglect these beautiful ones like Call Me Madam. So that, and also the fact that I'm not really fast on the storyline, but I do love the music, and I do love watching it,
0: but I would have to go with Wicked just for that reason. I'm not That's mad so- at I, I just saw a high school production of Wicked, so we know now that it's 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 at the end of its run, I think.
1: <laughs> it's lived. Yeah. It's lived its life. It lived its best life, like, and what, now, a decade ago? Yeah. yeah. Longer, maybe? Look.
3: Well. So ask me in a few months' time. I'll probably say Hamilton next for the same reason.
2: But the I'm okay with that. You now, could delete so. it before it was created, and I'd be okay with that. Wow. <laughs> uh, knocking out the big boys uh, Well. <laughs>
1: We've got to leave room for the underdogs, Miranda. (laughs) We've gotten to know Naomi. Now let's take a quick little break and we'll get to know Call Me Madam.
0: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
3: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites.
1: My favorite interlude i think it's my fave guys i picked it yeah, that one that's one, one. yeah <laughs> You're gonna, are you
0: going to say that after every interlude though from now
1: on i can yeah it, my favorite. You... This, one's my favorite. <laughs> this one's my favorite they're all my favorites so naomi you have yes how many minutes two minutes one yes, minute two, two, two minutes, minutes. I, I was just that. checking in case oh. we changed it you have two minutes to give us okay. the entire plot of call me madam are you ready i
3: am ready we're
1: getting our timer we're very serious about our two minutes okay i'm ready when you go okay go all right there is a lovely
3: socialite called Sally Adams basically became rich when her dad uh, struck oil out in the middle of nowhere, she went from nothing to being excruciatingly wealthy uh, decides that she, why not wants to go into politics, uh, not necessarily to be a politician, she just wants to be a person behind the scenes uh, so she becomes someone who throws parties and hobnobs with the with the political um, glitterati and as a, I guess as a fan favour or a payback uh, for all of her donations and well wishes. Uh, They turn around and make her the ambassador to a teeny little town called Lichtenberg, which is a tiny little Germanic sort of town in the middle of Europe somewhere that nobody knows of. Uh, She ends up collecting along the way um, a a press assistant uh, called Kenneth Gibson. Uh, They make their way to Lichtenberg. The country is in need of a foreign loan to arrange a marriage between royals of their their country and another one uh, to pay for the dowry don't have the money so they need the loan so they're trying to schmooze her into giving that to them uh, a few political indiscretions happen along the way, whereby her assistant falls in love with the princess, she falls in love with uh, the foreign minister, and it's a big mess at the end as to what they're going to do about this loan and what's going to happen to all these lovers, but in the end love wins
2: out.
0: Oh, 23 seconds to Oh my gosh. Oh, look at that. Well done.
3: Look at that.
2: Wow. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I've just found um, a site here that describes The plot of Call Me Madam as a pure adrenaline shot, a screwball comedy pulled from the headlines. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of adrenaline might be going a little far. It was
3: was very politically relevant. It it was it was right on the top of the headlines at the time. So, so what time are we? I think that's pretty close. Well, it was first produced on Broadway in 1950, but the idea from a, the actual idea of it coming about to getting on Broadway was only a few months. It happened really quickly. So it was actually really current at the time because it's based on a true story.
1: Imagine a world where you can really quickly slap together a Broadway show. Just bam. Just bam. <laughs> I'll just put it on. It'll be fine. Let's pop it up. It'll be good. I
3: mean, when you've got someone like Irving Berlin in the background who true. goes, yeah, yeah, sure, I can whack together a few songs, so it, it doesn't take long.
1: Irving Berlin wrote the music. Who directed the original Broadway? Have I got it here?
2: Probably not. Book by Russell Krauss and Howard Lindsay. Loosely inspired by The Diplomatic Mission. Uh, music by Irving Berlin. I don't have a director here.
1: The, well, the film was directed by Walter Lang. I don't know. I can't see the musical. I'm a musical.
2: musical. <laughs> well, directed it, it by George which... Abbott. Thank you.
1: And choreographed by Jerome Robbins.
2: Oh, Jerome. Mm, excellent.
1: So a lot of um, things that I've been reading today are very similar to what Miranda was saying. It's it's all powerful. It's all packed with punch. It's like this big, vibrant, like amazing thing. And I d- I watched a good portion of the movie on YouTube because yeah uh i watched a bunch of it on youtube and i was like yeah 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 yeah." but i can't ethel's really screaming at me like I
2: can't... <laughs> <laughs> that's what ethel does that's what you get ethel on board for right yeah it's what you get ethel, ethel
1: on board for but if you are a powerhouse character
3: that's that's what ethel
1: is you know that's a lot with. of screaming i'm like what do you what do you what do you so what what she saying <laughs> what what do you
2: want ethel was uh, <laughs> a um... It, this was meant to be Ethel Merman's last show, mm. right? It was it was written as her final star vehicle. Yeah. She was going to go out with a bang. That's
1: why it's so scrutiny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And then she was like, actually. Actually.
2: I'll I might do, do two or three more after this. <laughs> including Gypsy, yeah. right? Which came after this. So, you know, one of the one of the many roles that she's well known for. But one of the biggest was Gypsy. Yeah. And Call Me Madam. This was like one of her signature pieces well, that she was known I guess for.
1: guess that's why it's parodied in Forbidden role yeah <laughs> yes it is
3: well, it was so popular at the time that they had the initial Broadway release, and then they actually brought it back again and then not long not long after that, they then did the movie and they asked her to star in all three, oh. so it was very popular. <laughs>
2: Yeah. She wasn't on the soundtrack. That no, is the whole thing. That's the fun fact. Oh, fun yeah. fact. <laughs> love fact! Love them.
0: I'm always going to get this wrong. Dina Dina Shaw had to sing Ethel Merman's on on the cast album because Ethel Merman at the time was under contract at Decca Records and they wouldn't release her oh. to record the album for Call Me Madam. Yeah, that's insane.
2: The things you learn. Yeah. So that's why she's not on the album. But then she was on the movie soundtrack, question mark? Yes. She was. She's yes. just not on she the original is. Broadway cast album. There's a version of the Broadway, the original cast album that you can get now mm-hmm. um, where they've, like, put, cut in her, song. her songs from a separate or a later recording copy paste. Yeah. copy paste yeah it's actually kind of weird to listen to yeah. because on some of the tracks um Dinah Shore is still oh. on there as well like yeah it's odd it's so weird it's, <laughs> really it's weird.
3: like there's two two Sally Adams in there yes in one. <laughs> <laughs> so many
2: yeah her personality is so big it takes two people to play the role that's <laughs> amazing.
1: Yep. Any more fun facts, KB? Because um, you love a fun fact. I mean, in true Irving Berlin style,
0: there were extra songs in the movie that had appeared in his other work <laughs> previous. So he had written The International Rag mm-hmm. um, earlier and just decided it would. he'll just stick it in. He wrote it in like 1913. So he's like, that, un- that one, then we'll put that one in. That'll do. And then um, I think that was the song, let me just reread the sentence. That was the song that Sophie tucker used to use in her vaudeville act so i think there's a line in the movie where ethel's like let's play this brand new tune and it's <laughs> a 40 year old song <laughs> i think that's great um that and what chance have i with love was first performed actually in the broadway musical louisiana purchased but he popped it into the film adapt.
1: why not because i can. mean why write more music that's Seems
0: the like earth that's in it. berlin we know and love right <laughs> let's just keep reusing our stuff actually yeah
2: absolutely so what are um what are some of the big numbers for from Call Me Madam, because while a lot of people might not know the show very well, there's definitely songs that in this score that have become standards or musical theater rep.
1: There's one that slapped me in the face that I've known since I was a bubby, Go just on. a little bubby. It's a lovely day today. Yeah, I was like, oh, stop it. Yeah, you did not. That's <laughs> the one I know the most.
3: I think it was the jingle for like GE appliances or something yeah. <laughs> for a while there. So I think nearly every single person that you know is alive at the moment has has come across that song at least on repeat on the television quite
2: a few <laughs> times true it's just sneaking into our subconscious um i think the other one, big one for me uh was you're just in love it's a um a duet that uh oh actually i think it was featured in little voice mm. wasn't it Ask um it does make know. an appearance yeah um so there's another one that is quite a usual jazz standard so one of my
3: favorites is the hostess with mostess i have to admit that it's a it's a phrase that people use and they didn't They didn't realise that it actually
2: came from that song. Amazing. Did it come from the song? Yeah, it was came it, from the song. It wasn't no, already a saying, saying that sh- they sh- turned yet? it into a song?
3: No, it wasn't really a saying. It became popular because this song was such a huge hit. No, it from surely much. it
2: was already a thing. That's no. crazy. This is it. The hostess with the most S on the ball. On the ball. Well, <laughs> that's the full name. Um, it is the full
1: name. Well, I think <laughs> it won a Summer award at the Tonys. It doesn't it have its usual one nominated thing here, but it says Tony Award for Best Original Score. Mm-hmm. Tony Award for Best Performance by a Leading Actress in a Musical for Merman. Yep. Tony Award for Best Performance by a Featured Actor in a Musical for Ni- Nipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, why not? Tony Award for Best Stage Technician and Theatre World Award. So it won, award you. It won a few Tonys for Every that year. Phil Merman
0: did. also won the Golden Globe for the film version. Stop.
1: Yeah. So yep. Imagine a world today where a Golden Globe goes to a musical like,
0: like this <laughs> yeah. kind of musical. Well, Best actress in a film. Yeah, or yeah. comedy. Right? Oh, yeah, now yeah. it's
1: musical or comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. They're on the same Yeah, It's the same thing. You know. That's written the same way. Um, so, yeah, doing pretty well. We do have a band review, however. Of course, we do. Oh, band reviews with Julie. <laughs> so nice to have you both, both in the room. Uh, so, this review. <laughs> Oh it's no. in the New York Times. It's uh, titled, Without Ethel Merman, A Limp Call Me Madam at Encores. Mm. A Limp. A Limp Call
2: Me Madam at Encores. Encores. so this is fairly recent.
1: So Yes, it is. Um, this was written by Jesse Green on the 7th of February 2019. Oh. Um, so he says at one point, this, at any rate, is the impression left by the Pulse Loring, Encores' production of Call Me Madden that opened on Wednesday at the City Centre directed by Kay- Casey Hushen, and starring Carmen Cusack in the role in the merman role, I like how they don't in say the merman yeah role. in the merman role. Miss mm-hmm. Cusack, a strong performer in other circumstances, she emerged gleaming from the wreckage of Bright Star is overpowered here by the by material that, if it can work at all today, can only do so when rough handled
2: by a mauler. Wow! Oh. <sighs> That's I
1: a low blow. Yeah, it's definitely it not a good review with Julie.
2: <laughs> um, there was an earlier Encore's production starring Tyne Teen, Tyne Daily. Tyne, right? I mean, they're very keen for a call me madam by the sounds of it at Yeah, mm. Absolutely. Mm. Any
1: more fun facts or history? I'm sorry. For-
2: Randy Rainbow was also in that production with Carmen Cusack. Randy Rainbow. Randy <laughs> Rainbow. <laughs> Should Rand- I know
1: who Randy Rainbow is? Uh,
2: look him up. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna google. Look, look him up. up. Oh, you also don't know?
2: He does he does a a lot of oh, political satire, um, musical theater rewrites.
1: Oh, okay, all right. I'm looking at a picture on the now.
2: YouTubes,
1: I'm seeing. Oh, as in the guy I watched this morning yeah, doing if Donald got fired. Oh
2: by the way, if you haven't seen that with uh, Patti Patty Lapone, yeah. look that up. Yeah.
0: It's if you type in Randy Rainbow, it's the first thing on Google. <laughs> so it's not hard.
1: To... If I remember, I'll put it on our Facebook. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thanks, Julie.
1: You're welcome. So Naomi, anything else that you'd like to mention about like the history of Call Me Madam or well, one of my favorite parts about it is the
3: fact that it didn't matter how many times they did it, how many times Merman got called back. Every time they tweaked it so that it was still politically current at the time. Mm -hmm. So they had presidential changes in between the different runs on Broadway and the movies. They actually changed up the music. There was originally a song in there called "I uh, They Like Ike," um, and it got pulled out. And you know, like the international rag and things like that got put in instead. Um, And also the like the gags and the references all got updated. So it was still just as current and just as you know aligning with. The headlines of the newspapers and that sort of thing.
2: Um, I guess that's every time the, it came out, one of the things was something that that came out so quickly about a very specific story at a very specific time that it could have just aged out and yeah. become irrelevant really quickly. And
1: that kind of suggests that the show's creators definitely wanted this to continue. Mm. Yeah, like they they wanted. And maybe that's what, what hasn't necessarily carried through. <laughs> is updating? Yeah, it I to think
3: be... I think think any further productions of it, they, they've got to do the same thing. Yeah, and I mean you know it's. It's not as if it's something that can't be done, you know, someone using their money or who's famous getting into politics. What? None of us have heard (laughs) about that?
2: Hmm. Hmm, well i don't know how to feel about the trump era call me madam i don't that <laughs> I don't update know, is we just not, not, even,
3: not even necessarily trump i mean we've had a few in australia and that as well i mean you know we've had people from rock bands and that ending up in the senate and if few they had to change so, it for you know, australia you're changing it every
1: three seconds <laughs> <That> <laughs> New Prime Minister. it New can't Prime be Minister. done it can't be done anyway well let's uh move on to maybe the lessons we've learned your favourite one? That is my favourite inter- <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, it's not. Uh lessons we've learned what have we learned from call Me madam um,
0: I've learned that you're not the only one who can't stand merman screaming at you <laughs> um, <laughs> so Donald O'Connor um, originally <gasps> when they were going to sing you're just in love thought that it would be better if they recorded together in the studio um, and the dire- the MD was like absolutely that's a really good idea so they, he let them sing together and it was just it was just a bit too much for O'Connor um, so in the end he had to go into an isolation booth while they <laughs> sung it and then while while they filmed the musical numbers, as so for the movie, um, it was a pre-recorded playback and he wore earplugs. <laughs> <laughs> she put literally put him in a padded cell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: to be fair, though, you know how can one body control that much talent? You know, it can't it, contain it; it has to
2: escape. It just has oh, to yes, go. Naomi, I totally Absolutely. agree. Absolutely, no. It I had be. to read that and
0: laugh. I thought of you, Julie. Really didn't, Merman. Really didn't.
2: I, <laughs> I did. Um, she is powerhouse, Merman. I didn't know until I looked at this that um, her understudy during the run, Elaine Stretch, mm. never, never got on stage never. during the Broadway run. <gasps> that is a travesty itself. She did literally every show, and Elaine Stretch just. Sat there sat waiting around
1: waiting <gasps> but, I don't um, imagine a world Where Elaine Stritch Is sitting around
2: waiting Well I pres- She was an understudy Not a I standby know, but so like, Presumably She was, she in, she was the in the ensemble Elaine Stritch Just hanging out Waiting for Ethel Merman To have a bad no. day That's
3: amazing though <laughs> So she I don't think it. Merman ever had a bad day in her life. No. So,
2: no. Oh, she I, I, I don't think
3: anyone got a chance.
2: Patience is a virtue, though, because Elaine did do the national tour. She headlined yes. the national tour.
1: So, you know, rest in peace, Elaine, you're the best. <laughs>
2: Good stuff. Yeah. Anyway, not really on show lessons. <laughs> yeah, show lessons. What did we learn for Call Me Madam? I mean, that, that's something you wouldn't have known otherwise. I learnt all about that tiny little town called Luxembourg, which doesn't exist, which
0: right? Does exist? Does exist? Now I don't well, think like it well, didn't. It well, name?
2: it's actually called Luxembourg. Luxembourg. It was a real city.
1: Yeah,
3: and yeah. Pellmester was was actually the this the socialite, and uh, she actually got sent to this tiny little town called Luxembourg you can look at it you know it was it was on the map it was a real place so they didn't really change the name that much (laughs) so I think they were playing very very closely um with the you know um Luxembourg let's just say the legal action potentially from uh, they, from this pearl Mester at the
1: time they were there was a little little chat about potential lawsuits yeah <laughs> i'm also thinking of
0: Liechtenstein, the castle <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's what's in my head yeah it's somewhere in between so we learnt a little geography in a in a manner of speaking
1: i mean no, but yes
2: <laughs> the opportunity was there
1: mm. i mean today i mean yes today <laughs> i learned that a song that i had already sung was from this and had no idea well done. classic <gasps> me and my homework what for about, anything i do apparently
2: what does the actual synopsis teach us though love wins out over political gain
1: i think
3: it's, uh, one of the the good ones to take away from it is women and politics actually can work as you know, she was early she was, you know, a very uh very much original for her time no one was really in politics at that stage um especially you know if uh, in regards to women being in politics that was basically unheard of um so it you know when the men get out of the way it showed that you know they may have unconventional methods and be told that they're a bit um emotional and maybe considered too emotional for politics but at the end it all turns out fine so
1: she's like a first lady of sorts isn't she she's just there to support all the fellas I'll throw a oh, they for you. All,
3: Yeah, they all keep trying to dominate her. I mean, she's got, you know, the, the guy that's in charge at the embassy, Maxwell, the prime minister, the minister of finance, the senators, the royals, you know, all these men all trying to control her. And she just does her thing and she still comes
0: out on top.
1: Yeah. yeah I do see a little bit of myself in her right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, mate. <laughs> Any other lessons? I learned that you could say you're going to retire and then (laughs) (laughs) not retire.
2: Did you learn that from Ethel Merman and Call Me Madam or did you learn that from John Farnham? I was about to say. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Ethel Merman was like the original comeback
1: tour. (laughs) That just keeps coming back. (laughs) Is John Farnham coming back again now? Probably. Probably.
2: The anniversary of his comeback. comeback. (laughs) The original retirement. That's right. That's it. Um, I think there's a little something to be said in here about, you know, a a smile and being nice to people and throwing a party goes a long way you know that politics really is a lot about meeting the right people at the right time and and playing the social game Mm -hmm. and that's like the commentary that this show was putting forth was very clearly about about that the the dirty side of politics we call it now really but Uh, um, we call
1: it now politics (laughs)
2: politics (laughs) yeah yeah but um yeah there's not a lot of you know sitting around at a board table Making very well-informed decisions no. happening in the plot of Call Me Madam. It's it's party time. Party
1: party party! Yeah. Yeah. I love a party. Yeah. Anyone else? I thought it's always good is to support. know that you know that
3: political decisions are made after a few drinks. You know.
1: Yeah. They're the best types of decisions, aren't they? We all know that. I mean, yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes are <laughs> great. All right. Shall we move on to our dream cast? Let's do it. streamcast you
2: did it you did my song
1: (laughs) i'm very good at impersonations (laughs) did you guys even know that was me it was miranda Who can tell? All right. Well, um, I don't know if Zac Efron necessarily fits in the mm-hmm. role of Sally um, <laughs> as much as I like it. No. Uh, who else could we potentially put in as a Sally these days?
2: Um, this is a Megan Hilty for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like it's just it's just begging for a Hilty. A Hilty. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Agreed.
3: Uh, see, I was considering Lapone. Patty Lapone. I, I would just love to see her in it but she hasn't yeah. had a chance
1: I can see that
2: I mean stream cut so we yeah. can go we as can young yeah. yeah. LuPone as we were a slightly younger LuPone yeah. is probably what I would go for although
1: I, I guess Merman wasn't wasn't in the spring chicken was she <laughs> No, and she—I yeah, mean, she sings
3: that song with with Kenneth Kenneth Gibson about him just being in love, and she's been there all before. You know, she's done it all before, True. and that. So she can be as mature as we want her to be. It's
1: almost a matronly role in a way, I guess. It can be. guess. I,
2: I guess. guess. <laughs> I guess. Um, are you- <laughs> um, are we putting Zach in the Donald O'Connor role? I would, but uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I can agree.
1: We can—is the real—is uh, yeah. <laughs> the point we're making? <laughs> yes, we could do it.
2: It could happen. To many mm-hmm. a
1: protest it could happen I don't know if there'd be many a protest I know. you know what would be fun to see though Zac Efron against Lapone. <laughs> <laughs> yes like um, I mean people would pay money for it so pay a lot of money for it. <laughs> I could also see maybe like a tiny teeny tiny Christian Chenoweth just bossing people around but like making a thing of her height as well like you have to literally get a soapbox every time every time <laughs> Yeah, sure. That would be a good side gag. I like that. That would work. Mm, mm. Have we got any? Was it Kenneth? No, Kenneth. Kenneth Gibson
3: is the assistant. So His that assistant. was Zach, oh, Zach, Zach. Zach. Efron yeah.
2: That's Zach. Yeah. Yeah.
1: His name is not Donald Macdonald. Uh,
3: <laughs>
1: anything else? Any other strong feelings?
3: I would like to see Hugh Jackman in the role of Cosmo, the the um, foreign minister.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cosmo
3: is Cosmo such the foreign a minister.
1: popular name in 1950s <laughs> My friends, my friend's baby's called Cosmo. That's so cute.
2: Yeah. That it
1: is
2: cute. It's oh, unusual. That's really cool. It is, it's, but it's very cute. Mm. Yeah. Who else could play that role? Somebody like swarthy, very charming.
1: Ooh, oh, I mean. I John could've... Barrowman. John Barrowman. <laughs> he's charming. I don't know if he's swarthy. I was, what is swarthy? Like, Swarl? what do you mean? By... Very James you... Bond-like. Yeah. Yeah, I, well, I was thinking, um, I mean, it potentially could go down a comic route if I do this, but John
2: Ham. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm. actually, yeah. He'd be quite good. Oh, no, I'm, ups- I'm there John for that the more i'm thinking about I it know. i'm really enjoying it i can <laughs> see the you can see <laughs> do you need the to step program? out and
1: take a minute yeah yeah a
2: swarthy men with gleaming teeth and a dark complexion Sorry. is that what you just googled <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh
1: in a private tab uh, i hope <laughs> strong great. feelings. Do we have any others? John Ham's really good. Yeah, really, you're welcome. You've done yeah. well. Sometimes I think maybe I could be a casting director.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Do you have any more, Naomi?
3: Um, honestly, the one I have a blank space next to is the Princess Maria. I could not think who I would want to play her. I could do it. I think it, she needed a bit more punch, in my opinion, than what you know, than what Vera Ellen had, had in the movie. In that, I would make her a bit, a bit stronger. Yeah, not Ellen. quite so mild. So I was, I was racking my brain to try and think of
2: someone who did that description. Who's that little darling from, I should, oh, that's so condescending, who's that sweet little thing? Um, Downton Abbey, later seasons of Downton Abbey and she's very popular at the moment in lots of things. Emile, no, oh, I've no, never, never watched Downton I mean, uh, C- so. oh, oh, Emile. Emilia, Emilia Clark is in Game of Thrones. Hull. That's who I
0: think I meant too. Yeah. <laughs> is that who I'm talking about? No, I that's not seen who I was talking li- I about. I haven't seen later seasons of down to so I can't help. Oh, no. What she else don't... is she
2: in? Talk about something else. I'll look it up. Okay. <gasps> um,
1: could we pop in? All right. So is this – sorry, didn't get to that part of the movie. Is she the princess for Lichtenberg? Lichtenberg? Yes. Almost yes, Stein. She yes. so, so she's a little
2: bit German. I was going to say relatively Germanic then? Mm. Mm. Yes. Mm. Um, um, Lily James. Oh, Lily oh, James, James is great. That is a good pick. Yeah. yeah.
0: She's yeah. played Cinderella in the live act. Yeah. Cinderella. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yes, she did. Yeah. I remember that now.
1: I think that's, that's, good yeah,
2: yeah. I think that's a good Yeah, We're pain. doing so well today. Because... <laughs> okay, I think uh, I'm done. Though. All right, well,
1: <laughs> we're done then. We've, we've cast the princess. We did it. We did the impossible. <laughs> Bravo. <Da-da>. Bravo. <laughs> Let's move on to our top five. top five lists top
2: five
1: ethel merman yeah you gotta put if it's written
2: for her yeah (laughs) well it was her last hurrah don't you know
1: last
2: (laughs) (laughs) um Hmm. top five original cast albums to not include the original cast
1: that's true yeah and high school music (laughs) (laughs) I mean, did that still technically
0: include the original cast? No, Drew Seeley sung for Zach Efron. Mm-hmm.
1: Didn't he sing for Zac Efron in the movie too? Yes. Yeah. So technically. True. Oh. It's the original Honestly,
3: cast. Honestly, who made that decision? Anyway, that's a
2: whole other um, <laughs> Would Can we put um, it on top five Berlin? There's a lot. There is a lot. I would. But I think this is – I, mm-hmm. I would. I would as well. Yeah. And again, it's not that the show itself is as well known as some of the other Berlin yeah. shows, but the music is. The music you is You hear good. these numbers yeah. and they're mm-hmm. very – Recognisable, yeah. They're biggins. Um.
1: Oh, I thought of one, and now it's gone. Top five roles for belters to belt their teas off to. <laughs> yes.
2: Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. I mean,
1: a... I'm Wicked and the others. Yes. Yeah. There are a lot of. No, this is like the whole Ding Dang is... show. She did not stop yelling at me. <laughs> she, she wasn't yelling, though. She was, though. She was, she was singing. No. With, with feeling. Force? No. And... It, she sang in exactly the same way that I yell. <laughs> well, you. Well, that yell must with be great very you know, melodic, and I look forward to hearing that. You have to <laughs> yell with great technique. Yes.
2: Um, top five uh, role reprisals, right? Reprises Re- for Ethel Merman. Ethel Merman has played mm. this role in the original cast, then the movie, then the revival. Yeah, she's just like, yeah. this is my role. No one else gets it, except <laughs> occasionally Elaine Stritch. Except <laughs> never, but also <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> and and still, tour. I
1: think it's that thing of it
0: still being described in the Merman role, which yeah. doesn't happen often. Yeah, which There's is also kind of crappy in many ways. I mean, ways. for any actor who then has to go and play that role after, absolute. I agree.
1: Imagine with that. being, imagine hearing like, okay, she did the original she did the movie imagine hearing there was going to be a revival and as someone that maybe was similar in in fit to merman for the musical this is my you're chance like, it's a revival this is my child <laughs> are you kidding me she's still gonna kill merman <laughs> um, other top fives hmm I'm top not gonna five, say musical to movie. Uh
3: musicals where women are in charge.
1: Oh yeah. Okay oh, yeah. there. Hello Dolly. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Probably others. Gypsy yeah. was whispered Gypsy. from producer's <laughs> name. Just pretty much all the most moments. other ones the men come to the rescue. So I know, am sure. definitely putting Gypsy as number one
2: on that list. <laughs> That's okay, you're allowed. <laughs> it still makes the top five. Oh yeah. It still makes it. Um top five socialite shows. Yeah, yeah.
1: this main for sure. Sure. My lady. Oh, but the socialite is the dude. You still have the Baroness smile.
3: from the Sound of Music. The Baroness from <laughs> music I
1: why I like her so much. It's not it's another to be. High society. High society. High society. <laughs> so close. Oh that's and the first. High Fidelity was like wrong. No, but it, that's not it. wrong. I also get those two confused. <laughs> yeah, I don't
2: know really
1: why. <laughs> Any other top fives?
2: I think I'm good.
1: Good. I'm good. We're good, Naomi?
2: Yeah, that's it. And that is it. That, that's Call Me Madam. Oh, my gosh. This was a fast episode. <laughs> it's so fast when Julie does it.
1: <laughs> and we're Miranda be-
2: never hosting again. <laughs> We'd still be on the quiz if this was me hosting.
3: <laughs> Naomi, do you have anything you want to plug for us? Um, uh, well I've I've got a show that I'm directing at the moment uh, which is also another political one it's not a musical but it is a political uh, show politically based it's called The Government Inspector it's based on a Russian political satire kind of like a slamming door fast kind of thing that will be on at Javin Bar on the Gold Coast in November
1: December nice cool I'm keen want to drive to the Gold Coast with me? yeah let's do it yeah let's do it All right. thank you so much for joining us Naomi Thank you very much for having me. It's so
3: lovely to be on the show. So anytime. Thank you for to come back.
1: bringing us a musical that I'd not heard of, but had heard of
2: Yeah, in ways. <laughs> This was a pleasure to listen to, I thought, because I enjoy some Merman. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well,
0: classic musical theatre. I know. know.
1: Musical theatre, it's fine. Thank (laughs) you so much to the ladies at the table with me. Thank you, Julie. Thanks, KV. Thanks, Miranda. Cool. Yep. (laughs) Guys, you know where to find us. We're on the socials. We're everywhere. Rate, review, subscribe. We love you. Till next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: When was the last time you watched a Disney movie? No. When did you really watch one of their early movies? My name is Jen. I started rewatching every one of the Disney animated feature films recently, and watching them with a modern eye made me say, oof, right in the childhood. Join me every Monday to learn the history behind each of these movies. And then, after I talk about the history and trivia for that movie, I'll summarize and react to my experience watching it as a modern feminist. Every week, you'll learn something, you'll laugh a little, and you'll realize that your Disney-steep childhood was rife with hidden sexism, racism, classism, ableism, and more. It really will make you say, oof, right in the childhood.
1: Oh, that's Not Gunner kind of Productions Podcast.